Bright Rack. Diana, welcome to Bright Crack. It's fantastic to have you here. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Ah, it's a super pleasure. So, um, without giving too much of the game away, do you want to just introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about what you do? Yes. So, as you said, my name is Diana, and I own this platform called Better Topics, which is basically a card game for couples with and with it, we are trying to help couples have more meaningful conversations, but in a fun way. And conversations that actually can be repeated every week rather than just one-off questions and stuff like that. And we've basically uh, put together a lot of questions that people can ask each other you know, on a regular basis. And we put in a lot of game-like elements in it as well to make it fun and playable every week. Excellent. The thing that, we'll get into the details of it, but the thing that really, really kind of sparked my imagination was the fact that you've included these cards that are called modifiers. Yes. Now, I myself am an avid gamer. My brothers used to play Dungeons and Dragons and things with me when I was a child. Yeah. Um, so board games, card games, they've always been a part of my life. And it's something that, you know, when we get together with friends, we tend to play board games. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, in big groups. So this is really, really exciting. But um, the idea of modifiers feels like you're, you're on the next level of, of sort of game design. So do you just want to explain to everybody sort of how, how, the, game, how the game works and what the modifiers bring to the, bring to the event? So basically we have three main type of questions. We have goals, we have memories, and we have curiosities. So different type of questions, they vary from very light one and fun one to more deeper ones as well that you can ask your partner. And we've put in the modifier, which makes it very interesting. So they are cards, basically, that turn the game around. Mm -hmm. For example, you know, if you have I don't know, let's say Monopoly, because everyone knows Monopoly, yes? You have the uh, challenges, I think there are, and the chest cards as well. So they, at any point, can turn the game around. And, you know, they, because there is a normal flow to it, and then at any point, the game can be turned around. And then um, the way you use it in our game is that you either have things like reverse the question. So if mm -hmm. there is a really good question that your partner asked and you would like them to answer it, then you can reverse the question. They have right. to answer it now. So you have, um, if you don't want to answer any questions, you have cancel the question. And you also have uh, card modifiers like um, tell me one more detail or why or with whom or, you know, asking more questions basically to the main question the main aim of the game is to help couples talk more and have an actual conversation rather than just yes no answers so many times you know when you ask a question like when was it last week that you needed me most and i wasn't there for example mm -hmm. and then you can say on wednesday and then your partner can, you know, use a modifier to ask more details. What was it on Wednesday or when exactly on Wednesday? So basically, you know, to dig a bit deeper for those answers, not just to, you know, give a shallow answer and then move on. Excellent. But rather have the conversation that basically brings people together. 
I've um, it's funny actually because in the in on the subject of relationships, I've read quite a few books, and one of the topics that kind of keeps coming up is the fact that when people are in a relationship, they grow into this kind of semi-comfortable state. I mean, even before you get married, you're still in that semi-comfortable state, and what happens is the conversation tends to get shorter and shorter and shorter, like you say, until you're just literally giving one-word answers and not filling any detail in, and the detail. Is, is where all of the kind of magic is. So it's incredible that you've managed to incorporate that into your game, that's, that's great. Well, one main reason why we've actually managed to do this because I've created the game together with my husband is because we too love board games. I right. mean, we have so many board games and every chance we get, we you know just add one to our collection. And we, because our relationship is going great and we've been together now for years and everything and it's still great and we're still happy and as you say after a while i think it's normal you know to get somewhat cozy in your relationship but what i notice in especially my friends relationships is that they tend to get way too comfortable in their relationship you know they they tend not to put in as much effort as they used to in the beginning and I think if there would be one main thing that anyone could improve in their relationship today is communication. Because mm. once you get that sorted, everything else follows. You can sort so many other, you know, adjacent problems by having the proper conversation with your partner. Yeah, completely. So obviously you're avid gamers. Um, what really prompted you to say to wake up one day and go right I've got it we're gonna make a game where did it begin well it actually became in oh god it was actually a full process it didn't just happen you know suddenly in five minutes okay this is what we're going to do it actually took us a lot of thought because my husband he owns few businesses and I've seen him being extremely passionate about what he's doing you know being excited at 4 a.m. in the morning when he would wake up and then you know excited to work at 4 a.m. and I'm thinking this man is crazy what you know like <laughs> how is that possible to be that excited about the stuff you're doing and because I actually had a good job before as well, and but I wasn't that excited as he was. And I told him I would want to, you know, to feel that as well, that excitement and passion and joy of, you know, barely waiting to wake up to actually work on your dream, which for me, it seemed amazing, you know, that he had it. So there was quite a lot of brainstorming between the both of us, like, what am I good at? What, what you know, I can do? And... Um, from his point of view was that one really good thing I'm good at and he's really happy with is keeping our relationship growing. Right. So then we said, okay, how can we help other people with that? Like if I'm, if I'm good at keeping our relationship, it's because it's me and him and we know each other and you know, all of that. But then what, what is it that we do and I do specifically in our relationship that we can transmit to other people? So then because we also like board games and card games and everything, we said, okay, let's try to incorporate that in a game. Because in most relationships, especially if there are problems, if you know one partner tells the other one like, okay, we need to talk, we need to sit down and we need to talk, that already sounds like a threat. Mm. And the other person is more likely to go in defense mode and either ignore the other person or not want to talk or make themselves busy or basically just not engage in that conversation that you know they should so we said okay if we make it fun and like a game they're more likely to engage in it and talk about it 
And this is why we also have different type of questions. We have easier ones, lighter ones. We have you know, deeper ones as well. And we have so many questions that, you know, even people that are not used to talking at this level, you know, with their partner, they can take out the more difficult ones, you know, just play with the easier ones for a while until they get used to it and then introduce the more difficult ones in after after that, because there are so many, you can actually do that. And you can tailor the game basically to whatever you want in your relationship. Because also with the base game, we offer six custom cards. Basically, there are cards that you can write on either any questions that we haven't thought about and you would like to ask your partner right, once in brilliant. a while, mm -hmm. or any rewards as well. Because another part, you mentioned modifiers in our game, you know, that make it interesting. And we also have rewards in the main deck. So basically, whoever wins the game, because, you know, basically the person who gets rid of all their cards from their hand, that person wins the game and they get to choose a reward from the reward deck and then their partner needs to fulfill that right so again the custom cards they can be used whichever way you would want to tailor the game you know depending on what the dynamic is in your relationship cool that reminds me of something that was really really trendy like um it was pro probably longer than i remember it's probably 10 years ago but promise cards um they were like a big thing people would write sort of promise cards to each other and i love the fact that the games kind of like got that element as well because I think when you play a game, a lot of people who play games are quite competitive, don't they? I mean, the, the whole purpose of the game is to win, is to play to win. So to actually have a, a reward system as well at the end is really cool. I love it. Yes, yes. And also the rewards are um, thought of to bring them close together. Mm -hmm. So most rewards are, you know, things that you have to basically do together with your partner or to your partner, like a 20 minute foot massage, going to a concert that your partner wants to go to, or, you know, seeing, a, reading a book that your partner wants you to read, you know? So like mm -hmm. doing stuff together, basically. And Brilliant. so, yeah, mainly this is why we actually made the game to, to help people have the conversation, the much needed conversation, because, you know, as you said, you know, you're an avid gamer as well. When you have these games and board games with friends and family and whatever, you do tend to talk as well whilst you do that. It's a very social activity. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. But in our case, with our game, we want to focus on the relationship and on the two partners in it and discuss things that they would not normally think of discussing. Or maybe they would, but they wouldn't know where to start. So then we have the questions for them and then they just have to ask it. And then you can strategize how to use the modifiers, whether you want more details or not. Mm -hmm. Depends, you know, how to play it. Amazing. I I see this actually not not just as kind of like a standalone product, but it's, it's really complementary to the whole wedding planning process. Because yes. as we move kind of into the future, everything is becoming more and more bespoke. So everything's handwritten. Everything is about the couple now. There's no templates anymore. And so I guess how many times have people walked through life and, and 10 years down the line gone, I never knew that about you or because they've never discussed it. So yes. this, this is a fantastic product if you are thinking of having... Um, a celebrant write personal vows or you're having a personal wedding song written this can really dig out you know some fantastic details and and this can um start the conversation early on mm -hmm. this is why i always thought you know 
uh, new couples should have this game as well because they get into the habit of talking whilst they are still fresh in their relationship right, and when nice. you're more yeah. willing to actually discuss and then just continue that you know throughout their relationship rather than just stopping at some point because in normal day-to-day life we do tend to talk a lot more when we're dating getting to know each other you know new couple phase and all of that because you're still getting to know each other but at some point you know as we discussed before we get cozy and we stop asking so many questions and being so attentive and and in a way it's normal because we have so many other things to do in life and you know job and maybe children and family and friends and hobbies and whatever else it's you know in in one's life um but this game helps them you know from the beginning have that important conversation and focus on them too what they want to do how was their week what their plan is for next week how they felt during the last week you know how what's their plan together for the following week and so on and continue that regularly throughout their relationship because if we look at people that have been together 50 60 70 years maybe mm-hmm. the number one thing they say that you know help them through all these years was actually communication and discussing things with your partner so here is where we come in and we try to help people not to you know forget about this important important thing which is communicating especially with your partner because basically he is your teammate so although in this game you know you play against each other and you one wins and one doesn't at the end of the day both of them get something out of it you know it's like improving the relationship that's that's the goal that both of them benefit from yeah what something you just said there actually reminded me of something my grand grandparents told me and um my grandpa is now 104 years old um so so he's been around the block a few times so he's seen (laughs) the world change um and he says he says exactly like you've just said that the number one thing that held their marriage together through thick and thin was communication and when they got married, the view of a wedding, it was more of a contract. They would, they would make an agreement between themselves. They would literally, you know, love, cherish and support. These were, I think, it carried more weight back then than it does now. Um, although people make these promises, I think our modern world is a little more relaxed than it was back when my grandpa got married. So this contract between them involved them sitting down and mapping out a way of communicating. So if there were things that needed to be discussed, they both had an agreement in place that they would sit down and talk about it. And I think this, the game that you've created, is the perfect antidote to what's happening in the world and people becoming more distracted, busier, less focused, there's more going on. Um, And this just puts that element back into that relationship. Uh, Because like you say, you play it once a week and you've got that focus. It's great. Yes, I mean, the game can be played as many times as you want. We urge people to play it at least once a week. So the way we play it personally in our relationship is we have every Tuesday evening, we have our date night. Mm -hmm. So after years and years now, everyone around us know not even to call us. Don't phone. (laughs) We're busy, we're on date night. Unless it's something urgent, we won't pick up the phone. So um, we tend to play it especially on our date night. So, because, you know, we are more relaxed, you know, it's date night, you kind of tend to tend to, uh, you know, wind down and relax and everything. And although it's just a Tuesday afternoon, you know, we we just focus on each other. And this is, I think, in, in many areas of 
everyone's life basically if something is truly important for you you will make time for that mm. you know if it's important for you to grow financially you will make time to you know educate yourself on that if it's important for you to i don't know grow your career or anything like that you will make time for that as well therefore if your relationship is truly important for you you should make time for that and block specific time for your relationship regularly and now we put this during the week because it's easier to focus during the week rather than weekend when we tend to do anyway mostly things together but we'll do you know involving other people as well or okay. going some doing something so that's like a bonus in a way so yeah this is why we're we're saying at least once a week and we put a lot of thought into creating the questions so they can be repeatable because mm -hmm. we got so many they call them card games for couples, but they were basically just questions printed on a card that you could just ask once and then that's it. Right. And especially for couples that have been together for a while, they kind of know most answers anyway. Like, what's your favorite ice cream? What's your favorite color? You know, and, and thing, random things like these that especially after a while, you kind of know them or you might not even, you know, think they're that important anymore. Mm -hmm. So this is why we actually, you know, put in a lot of thought. I mean, it took us more than six months to put together the full game, um, you know, with questions and the modifiers and think of strategies. And I mean, we've played it so many times. <laughs> That's what people <laughs> often don't realize. The play testing probably takes longer than the, the game creation, you know. Yes. Yes. And I mean, we had to also think of so many different scenarios because obviously we would answer the question in a certain way because mm. of how the dynamic is in our relationship. But what about other people that have different dynamics? So we also uh, gave the game to a lot of our friends to play it and then give us honest feedback. Like, you know, where do they think we should actually change it, improve it, anything to add or to take out? So, yeah, this is how it all came together after so such a long time <laughs> it's now out there brilliant so how do people get hold of the game so we have just we are actually in between phases we had a successful kickstarter campaign we got fully funded and now we're basically in the process of just um getting the final details down and um almost sending out those first limited edition packs to the Kickstarter backers. Fantastic. And in the next couple of weeks, our website will be updated with exact information where they can get it from after that. Brilliant stuff. And I think, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, you also have a digital version? Yes, yes. Um, the app is almost finished. We are in the testing phase, so we are very, very excited. We have made an app as well, which is slightly different than the cards themselves. And also, it helps you play the game even if you're not close to your partner. Ah, right, wow. So even if, for example, one of you is traveling regularly or you want to just play it during the day when you're both at work or just separate, you know, physically, you can still play it. You have challenges that you get. You know, each partner gets a challenge. And I mean, obviously, there are different levels of memberships you can purchase within the app. And that opens a lot of things for you, you know. And um, what I'm most excited about in the game is the challenges that each partner gets a secret challenge. You know, they can, um, and then you have to do that secret challenge, you know, but your partner will not, will not know what that is. So, you, for example, um, cook your partner's favorite dinner, for example. Mm. So you have to cook that, take a picture, you know, of the dinner, and then you get to enjoy it together. And then at the end of the week, the app will ask your partner 
with that picture that you took, has your partner? Did, did oh, nice. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then if, you know, they say yes, and, you know, they rated how good it was and so on, and then you get points. And the amazing thing is that the more points you add up, you can use those either to get extensions because we have so we have the main deck and we have extensions for new couples, for parenting, for kinky, you know, for anyone who wants some to spice up things, um, for past stories and stuff like that. So you can get those extensions and in the future you will always also be able to get discounts to different things like uh, relationship books, uh, traveling offers you know, a lot of things that we want to incorporate in the app. Wow, right. Sounds really, really cool. So I guess um, for all the game heads out there, and and for me as well, I just want to ask, what is your favorite game of all time? Hmm. I know this might sound a bit boring to some, but I love it, and I'll explain why I love it so much. It's actually Ludo. Okay. It's very classic, and I know it's not that, you know, complicated to play. The reason why I love it is because my husband always loses that game. (laughs) (laughs) And I know it sounds strange, but the thing is, I am so lucky when I play anything with, um, what do you call the cubes? Um, The shaky cube things with the number on it. Uh, I'm trying to think. I've drawn Uh, a blank. (laughs) So, yeah, um, Oh, God. I don't remember that word. So whenever I play anything that involves luck, I'm very lucky with that. Okay. I can strike, you know, a seven, a six, or whatever number I have, like in two throws, I can strike the number I need. My husband, on the other hand, is not because he's so cerebral and he likes to, you know, map out his steps and what he's going to do. And he's very strategic usually. In this game, you don't really need much strategy. You need a lot of luck. Right, okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is one of my favorite ones. And... um, I mean, there are few. We have so many at home. I don't even know. It just really depends how much time we have. Mm. But this is my number one go-to because I know I can win this easy. <laughs> there used to be there used to be a game called Happy Families, which my grandparents really rated. Have you ever come across that one? It's a it's a card-based game. No. Oh, so I wonder if it's still in print. Probably check it out and see. Yeah. Hmm. One yeah. from my childhood. I don't remember anything about it, but I remember we were always playing it. Yeah. We also like to get the old version classic ones. Like if we find vintage ones, we will yeah. get those. Mm-hmm. Like we, one of our aunties at home, she had um, an old, old domino set. So we actually got her a new one just okay. to trade for the old one. And she's like, yeah, but it's like old and played with and wooden. And I'm like, yes, exactly. That's what we want. We want mm. the old ones, classic ones. Awesome. So I think you've brought uh, a little inspiration to share with everybody. So do you want to just tell us what, a little bit about that? Yes. So because I was thinking this morning and, you know, about the podcast we're about to have and what I would actually tell a new couple that would that are about to get married now. And I was thinking then, you know, about when the time I got married. And one important thing is I already mentioned this, but I think it's so important, I need to mention it again, is do not ever forget to talk to your partner. And I mean really talk and listen and everything that involves that conversation. I'm not saying just to tell them things. I'm saying to also listen to what they say and take that in, give, try to give good feedback about it, 
and not to be defensive or something, you know, if you if we don't like whatever we hear, but take that in and work on that. Because that is, I think, the recipe for a good relationship. If mm. you're willing to take in the feedback and actually have a conversation with your partner, you can do anything and you can pass on, you know, you can you can sort out I think 99% of the problems that appear in a couple, they can be sorted out if you have these few key things in mind, you know, to keep in mind, to talk to your partner, listen to them, truly listen and act on that feedback that they give you. That's really interesting because one of the core concepts that I took away from one of the books I read was there's a difference between hearing and listening and you can hear yes. what someone's saying but are you really listening to what they're saying? What is it that they are actually trying to say? And yes. it explained it, that the concept behind it was when you hear something, you tend to pass it through your own experience. And so yeah. you, you, put, you color it, if you like, with your own yeah. interpretation. But is that what that other person is actually trying to say? So exactly. I think the game, again, the regular idea of playing the game is good practice at yes. listening. Yes, good practice and asking the important deep questions because the more time you leave it, the more difficult it is to bring back the focus on discussions, mm. you know. But if you start with having a conversation at the beginning of your relationship and you continue with it, you know, it's just going to get better and better. Whereas if you let everything else come before your relationship, you tend to go away from that conversation and even years later like 15 20 years later you look at your partner and you're like i don't even know this person anymore because we change over time this is the thing yeah. we change over time we are not the same people we used to be even a week ago maybe two weeks ago never mind years and years of marriage and then all the struggles that come with it and children and everything so this is why conversation in a relationship i think it's most important and conversation was also very important when we were organizing our wedding, for example, mm -hmm. because um, we both live in the UK, our families live abroad and our wedding was abroad as well. So we had to, you know, really focus on the conversation and on feedback and everything to be able to sort out everything related to the wedding and keep everyone happy because, you know, at the end of the day, there are two families coming together, not just two people. So, you know, conversation, I think, is the key to 99% of the problems, really. This is really, really amazing, but we're very quickly running out of time. So I just want to, for everybody out there who wants to check the game out, do you want to just give us the web address that we can go yes. to to have a look? Uh, www.bettertopics.com or you can also Google it, uh, Better Topics Card Game for Couples, and it will come up. Amazing. Well, Diana, listen, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a brilliant chat. I've really, really enjoyed myself. Thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure. Uh, great stuff. So thanks a lot for sharing with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Bye. take care. Bye. Our theme music comes from Songs to Say I Do, here to write you the perfect wedding song. Check out songwriters Selda and Derek and their work at songstosayido.com.